Welcome to Grounded Sounds Podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Abel. And this is our first episode ever. So we are happy to be here today. We are, we've had this vision for this podcast. Absolutely. Long time coming. Yes. And um, Abel, do you want to say how it's come sure. together? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm Abel Blakely with Savory Spice Shop. And uh, Jen would come in periodically to the spice shop and she would be getting you know, stuff to cook with. And I would be like, yeah, 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 here's your spices or whatever. But have you heard this band? Like, it's the coolest thing and go home and listen to it. And she'd inevitably be like, no, but I'm working with these guys. And then I would go and listen to that. And it kind of became our dynamic, really, whenever Jen would come to the shop until what was it, a couple months ago, two, three months ago, Jen came in and I was like um, talking about doing podcasts and how before the stop open, I'd always wanted to have a podcast called Have You Heard? that would force me to keep up with what's going on in music because it's so hard, you know, as you get your career and going and things and, and how to, how do you stay on top of, there's so much great music right now, first of all. And I was, I've always been looking for a way to kind of find more good music. I know the music that I like, but I always kind of get pigeonholed into what I'm listening to. And a podcast is kind of like this open frontier that would one force me to do that and to, you know, surround myself with people that, are listening to the kind of music that I like and music that I haven't been exposed to. So um, I'm hoping that that's kind of the way that we can get this podcast to work. And I think it is going to be really great and easy, especially with Jen and your connections and things. So um, kind of tell us about how, what, what you want to get out of the podcast and like kind of how you came to this. Yeah. So um, I have Cellar Door Music Group and we do promotions and bookings and events around Oklahoma City. And um, I have... From day one, I wanted to brag on our music community and our artists. And so I'd started it as a blog a couple years ago, and it just grew into doing more. Um, and so what I loved about meeting with Abel and and kind of putting this together with him is it intertwines local business with local music. And sure. that's kind of a direction that sure. Cellar Door really wants to go. Because um, without our local businesses um, supporting our local artists, we just really wouldn't have you know, a great thing going. And we do have a great thing going in Oklahoma Absolutely. City. Yeah. And that's also something why um, that I wanted to do is like brag on our city sure. and what we have going here. So sure, absolutely. Um, I think it's a great um, business marriage here. We oh, have, absolutely, you yeah. know, and always, food always, and yeah. Know. I always tell people that you know I, I I'm a huge advocate for Oklahoma City and everything that's going on in the small business community and the music community as a whole. Even when sometimes it's a hard city to advocate for, I believe that that's kind of the opportunity that's here. There's so much opportunity that is yet to be tapped. You know, I mean, we're with, you know, um, Muslim Harmless Media, which is the first podcasting group, to my knowledge, in in the city. And that's kind of like a thing that hasn't kind of grown to the popularity it has in other places. And there's opportunities like that everywhere. Yep. And uh, this is, I'm really excited about the opportunity that we have with music mm-hmm. and food that are two of our passions and so we can kind of help share what's going on in at least those two realms with people around town and all over the place really yeah and i I was thinking about it i was thinking you know i hope obviously we have listeners to our podcast i hope that we have local listeners but i hope that we have people outside the state also who can get insight into what we're doing here and um you know again the great artists we have here oh fantastic music amazing chefs Mm -hmm. you know i get to work with people like Eric that we're going to talk to and restaurants and people that are doing creative things and all sorts of different venues all over the city. And hopefully we can bring a lot of those in. Yep. 
I agree. So we're super stoked to be here and to be doing this podcast. And um, one of the first people we really wanted to visit with is Steven Tyler. He is our podcast producer. We're kind of putting him on the spot today, but um, he developed mostly harmless media. And um, it's been cool because I've known Steven for a few years and just to see him grow in um, the podcast business and and, um, moving forward with one of his passions and and his talents. And so um, he has the Watt show. And um, so we are kind of the newest members of this Mostly Harmless Media. So we're really stoked about that too, because yeah, we're the new kids on the block. So we have Steven here today and wanted to kind of pick his brain on... (laughs) on what he's been doing and what we're a part of. Like, what are we getting into, Stephen? Yeah, it's too late, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, I already have your blood oaths um, on file. So, <laughs> well, no, it's actually what Abel was saying. Like, uh, podcasting for me was something that it, like, sit in the back of my head for, like, a decade of me going, I could do that. Uh, I just don't know what I would do that about. I don't know what sure. I would talk about. And it's not ever something I wanted to tackle by myself. And then one, one day, a couple of years ago, I was talking to my friends, John and Aaron, and um, we were just kind of spitballing about sort of the same thing. We were advocating OKC, all these new things were starting. I mean, even two years ago, this whole, whole city was a different area. Oh, absolutely, like it was a different yeah. landscape. Things like the pump didn't exist. Things like yeah. the Tower Theater were a pipe dream. Sure. Um, and so as, we, as those things started to happen, we started to get excited. We would go and talk to people and nobody knew what we were talking about. We're like, how do you not know about what's yeah, going on yeah. in your city? Like, mm-hmm. So that was kind of our drive. It finally clicked with me one day. I was like, well, there it is. There's the thing I can talk about sure. and here are the people I can talk about it with. Um, and I worked for ACM at UCO. It's been my day job for the last seven years um, doing their technical operations, which means I basically oversee their recording studios, live sound venue. Um, classroom equipment, things like that. And so I had built this studio for a radio station project. And it was just kind of one of those things where like, well, I have this room, I have these people, we have this idea, let's run and see what happens. Um, and fast forward about a year, what I didn't expect is people coming out of the woodwork like yourselves are like, man, I've been having this idea for a podcast sure. for years. I didn't know how to do it. You know how to do it. Can you help me? Yeah. Um, and so that kind of, I started to look, I was like, well, if I'm going to keep going forward with this, if it's going to if I'm going to keep doing my show, I can't just keep relying on this facility. I can't keep expanding. And all of a sudden I'm, you know, with two shows when we launched the bubble, um, it was already becoming a scheduling nightmare between the the school schedule, my schedule, everybody else's schedule. And so, um, that's when I started to have the idea in my head of like, okay, I need to have a place to do this. That's mine that I can have control over mostly for scheduling reasons. And then there's like this whole legal thing about using, uh, state property for your own personal gain. Um, so I had to kind of get away from that at first. It was just a fun project and (laughs) then it became something serious. So I was like, okay, it's time to time to become a big boy and, and do this on my own. Well, and we are not sitting in your grandmother's basement. We are sitting in this beautiful, like loft off, I mean, space with, um, wood floors and art, beautiful art on the walls. It's just really sleek. And so tell us about this new space that you have. So, and this is, this was actually came about because as part of the Wafty show, our mission became to go out, meet people, get behind the scenes, who's doing what, why are you doing this? Um, and in those travels, I started to kind of become friendly with who are now the Pivot Project, which are the guys that own the Tower Theater. So that's Jonathan Dodson and David Wanzer and Ben Sellers. Um, and I just come to know them and I kept running into them places. And then one day I was sitting with Jonathan and he was talking about, oh, there's still some space in the tower theater. And I'd been having this idea bubbling. And so we kind of kind of started going down the road with him. I was like, what, what do you think about this idea of mine that I've had? 
and he was like yes like let's do that's what we want in there that's the kind of thing we want we've we've talked to seven or eight other people that are interested in the space and none of them are doing anything that we really want um, and that's what I think is significant about those guys and what they're doing around the city right now is they're very, very, very concerned about the buildings that they're renovating, the places that they're making and curating the tenants going into it. And so to fast forward again, uh, I, I decided to pull the trigger on this. It's a little bit bigger than I wanted, but once I got in the space, um, you know, it immediately, the first time I walked in here and it was just bare bones, the wood floor was still covered in pigeon crap and <laughs> the walls were all bare and, but immediately I, I felt, I was like, no, this is, this is oh, the right place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then knowing what was going to come with the tower theater, eventually sure. knowing about the bars and things that are being planned and then watching the rest of uptown kind of start to develop. I was just like, yeah, that, that feels like home to me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I came in here and there were, you know, you mentioned like the wood floors, what's crazy to most people is they don't realize these are the original historic floors. Like I didn't spend a bunch of money and have them all redone. Um, because we came in and stripped one section off and this beautiful yeah. wood was there and we're just oh, like, wow. okay, yeah. I would have not guessed that because they're in great condition. Yeah. And there's a few spots you can see water damage, but I love that that's just part True. of the history of the building. Um, and so what happened was, like I said, the space was bigger than I thought. So I built the main studio room that we're sitting in now. Um, which is about the size I wanted it to be. And then I had all this extra space. So I built myself an office because I also needed a control room to put all the brains of the operation in and things like that. Ended up with a couple of other offices to sublet because I thought to myself, well, I'm going forward with this crazy idea. I'm sure there's some other people, small business startup type things with crazy ideas. Um, and I managed to secure a couple of tenants um, that were similar minded and they're creative companies, marketing, branding, social media management, things like that, digital communications, which all just kind of felt it right in line with what I was doing here. Yeah. Um, and so then all that to say is mostly harmless media kind of just came about because after the two podcasts and three podcasts and intersections with Brett Dickerson, and then like I said, more people coming out of the woodwork, I was like, well, I need a, I need to put all this stuff together yeah, sure. and, yeah. and drive it forward. Need a home for it. And what the, the mission of, of that is actually to embrace these forms of media that people aren't really embracing yet around sure. here. Mm -hmm. so Podcasting, yep. um, live video streaming, even weird little internet type videos. You know, I mean, you're seeing all this stuff now that are 30 seconds and two minutes and five minutes. And I've been in situations where you go to some companies and you're just like, hey, I want to. I want a 30 second promo for my Facebook thing. And mm -hmm. they're just like, well, we can make you a five minute video. And it's, an, it's like, no, that's, that's a little bit further beyond what we're looking for. And everybody's attention spans so short now that yeah, it needs to be really short videos. But what it really comes back to for me is it's again, what you guys were talking about. It's, we have so much going on here. I don't feel like we're getting that message out. Yeah. I think people, mm -hmm. when they look at Oklahoma from the outside, sure. They're seeing all of this nonsense that's going yeah. on in the legislature. They're seeing all this. They just have their own opinions that we're all riding horses to work yeah. and <laughs> still fighting off Indians yeah. and stuff like just weird things like that. When in reality, we all know sure, yeah. here that there's a lot more going on. So to give a voice to all of us, mm -hmm. that's part of what yeah. we're trying to do. And that's, so. and that's what I do in the shop, you know, seven days a week for the last four years is people like Jen would come in and I'd be like, so this is going on and this is going on. And people come in from out of town and I'm like, you should hit up this new restaurant or listen to this band or go to this venue. I mean, if you, 
we even been to the blue door. It's the coolest place ever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and nobody knows any yeah. of it. And I was like, how do I translate? Cause I get people coming into my shop. They're a private, they're a captive audience, you know? Mm-hmm. And so how do I, and I'm, I've become pretty good at that, you know, advocating for, you know, restaurants and music and stuff like that. And, um, so it's really, really exciting to be able to kind of move that into a, um, more public space so that like, if you want to hear about it, you know, like I had somebody in the shop today. I was like, hey, I'm recording the first podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so how do I, I thought about podcast? Like people are saying that, but like, how do I hear it? Yeah. And um, right. so, you know, and you know, whereas on the West Coast, that's what you do. Yeah. And I've been listening to podcasts for a long time. A huge fan of the medium and everything. So. Well, and that's one thing. I mean, Steven's our podcast pioneer, sure. but that's um, another piece that I'm excited about is we have Andrell here, mm-hmm. um, who is our media sponsor and our media partner. So, um, and Andrell and I met probably last year. Um, he has Naked City OKC, and it's an online um entertainment magazine and so he is actually able to give the the visual to our audio so he's Mm -hmm. um committed to doing photos and maybe short videos around the podcast and so that's something that i'm really excited about because not only can people hear about what's going on here and with our artists and our um our rising city but people can actually see it so they can see the nice floors too yeah (laughs) you can see the space but yeah they can see what's going on um here in our studio it's kind of like howard stern then yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Of podcasting, right? I actually put on makeup today, oh, which was, see, my daughter was like, mom, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? This is a weird day that you're putting on makeup. Unfortunately, I wore my drunken cuddle t-shirt, so I, I didn't know we were going to be streaming or on, people could see me, so like, I have to I'll step it up photos. next time. <laughs> so yeah, so make sure, so a few ways I, I want to um, make sure to mention where people can find that stuff. So yeah. Steven, you have your, um, harmless media site, mm-hmm. right? Um, so mostly I'm a fan of, this is where my nerdiness is going to come out there. Are the, the dot coms, the dot orgs, that's a TLD is what that is called. I couldn't tell you what it means, but it's a TLD. I'm a fan of the new unique ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so for mostly harmless, I got mostly harmless dot media. That's it. There's not a .com or .org. .media is cool. the end of it. So cool. that's where you can find these podcasts. Um, they're all on iTunes, Stitcher. We, you know, we get them out the, all the normal ways that you would go and find a podcast. Um, but one one other distinction I want to make, um, just to put this out there to people, is mostly harmless media is is a company in its own thing, um, but it actually isn't the entity that controls this space that we're in. That's the Tower Studio. It is a separate entity. Um, to make it easier, you can just think that Mostly Harmless is a client of the Tower Studio. Um, and I want to make that distinction because the other, my other hope for this space as I started to look at it, and especially as I started to build it, because um, it kind of formed itself based on where certain rafters and columns and things in the building were, um, is that it's opened to other people to use. Um, it's a very fairly large space for what it is. Um, so we're looking at doing some events. Uh, in fact, you mentioned Undrell, Naked City, and Tower Studio are already collaborating on an event coming up um, called Beers and Branding. I would tell you more about how to get tickets, but it's already sold out. So, um, popular. Well, so check out that too. Um, but you can find information about the studio at Tower Studio. Again, I like okay. the. That's awesome. I like the unique TLDs. People don't. They always get confused so far, and they're like, "Well, don't I need a .com or a .?" I'm like, "Nope." Just tower.studio or mostly harmless.media. 
those two sites will pretty much find everything that's going on here. So cool. Well, and I felt like our story on develop, helping develop this was a little serendipitous because I had wanted to do a music podcast for a long time, obviously hooked up with yeah. Abel on that. And I called, I think I just texted Steven. I was like interested in producing a music podcast, like question mm-hmm. mark. And he's, he's, you know, replied quickly. It was like, actually, yes, I am. You know? Yeah. So we had coffee. Um, and again, Steven and our friends will always kind of like try to meet for coffee and toss around ideas when we can. We don't get mm-hmm. too often, but, um, and I just, I, you know, he said our space is next to the tower and, you know, we've been kind of having this void in, in our music, um, you know, kind of our music mission for yeah. the podcast pr- production company. So I feel like everything just kind of fell into place again. It was like, I think I just, he was on my brain on that. You yeah. were on my brain. Yes. And then, um, and you said you were going to reach out to me, which I was, you yeah. know, I don't know if you were just being very nice and saying that. No, that but. was, that was 100 sincere because in my head. <laughs> I was like, I got to get music into this thing sooner than later because it doesn't make sense for someone like myself having spent the last two decades in the music industry, quote unquote, around here to not have a show that features music in some way. Plus being in the tower space, you know, they're the inherent proximity to what is probably going to soon be one of the most iconic venues in the city just didn't make sense to not have music. So it was something I wanted to, but you know, you get busy and get crazy. So the minute somebody reaches out to me and is like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I was thinking about that same thing. I'm like, yes. Okay. Yes. Now we can go forward. A friend of mine, Brian Bergman, one of the office guys here said something to me yesterday that stuck. And it was, uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Sure. Ugh, it's I like, I can go yeah. fast yeah. Um, by myself all day long, but man, it's sometimes you don't get very far doing like that. And so even when you mentioned your connection with Undrell and Naked City, and I was like, oh yeah, video, because I knew the roadmap for Mostly Harmless is I need video content. I need this other stuff. Okay, yeah, let's bring him in too. Like, let's, let's just all connect the dots. And I think that's one of the really big strengths of Oklahoma City right now is everybody's trying to do all these crazy things and it's really weird if you just go talk to people sure. yeah. how your crazy idea one way or another connects to that crazy idea and if you just link them together then they'll just go wild yeah and, and you work with your neighbors and I've said that ever since yes. we opened yeah. the shop you know you, in Oklahoma City you absolutely work with your neighbors and everybody is so anxious to help everybody do everything else mm-hmm. you know it's like you can call make one call like you did and be like we're going to do a music podcast and Stephen's like yes and then yeah. next thing you know I'm like leaning on my motorcycle eating a hamburger and steve's like are you able? you're that guy you're the, yeah i'm like yeah i was just doing a thing and yeah good to meet you sir and we're let's do this and it, and and here we are so it's everything and it works out like that over and over and over again and yeah well we're this growing city with a small town feel sure. it's like we all really get along there's not like I think we do. I mean, there's obviously there's always going to be politics and competitiveness everywhere you go. But I think like, I I do feel like in our music community, everybody gets along so well. And, you know, I had, um, I lived in Nashville for a while and obviously Nashville is an amazing music city, but it's pretty cutthroat. I mean, it is competitive and it's a tough city. I mean, you can go out there and just get your heart broken because you can't even get the guts to do an open mic. I mean, it is tough. It was a really tough city to be in um, music wise. And then um, when I moved back here, it was like, people are so supportive of you and your art, artist friends are supportive and the venues are supportive and you feel that openness and that creative openness. And so that's what I love about not just music, but in whether, whether it's food or sure. in podcast production. So, I mean, I, we can brag, we're going to brag on Ooh, our city. This will be for, a complete yes. love affair with Oklahoma city. Like I'm most, sure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but, um, and so I want to give a quick, um, speaking of like food and drinks, we do have one of the things 
I was really excited about is Steven said that Anthem is sponsoring his space. And I was like, we're there. We are there. We're yeah, gonna, the beer um, guys yes. will yeah. be free beers. That's right. Yeah. He was like, so yes. Crazy. You know, when the things tie together, I've gotten spices for Anthem before. Those guys have come in to the spice shop and been like, hey, we've got this wit beer that we're making and we need some coriander. And I'll be like, absolutely. So, you know, again, it just all kind of ties back in yeah. together. Well, and they have sponsored shows that we've put on. Um, ben Childers over there. I love him. He's such a great guy. And I really, really like them over at Anthem. And they are constant. They're involved in so much. Yeah. And, and that's what even led me to reach out to them in the first place is I just kept seeing them everywhere. And I met Patrick and then I just kept seeing him everywhere. And it was another one of those deals where we eventually asked him on a, on a Wafty episode to talk about some of the beer, the alcohol legislation that was coming up and to get the perspective of a brewer and how that all affect. And then he walked, he walked away from it just going, man, I had so much fun doing that. It's like, sure. I just want to do whatever. Just like any, even if we don't talk about beer, it's like, I'll just come on a show. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. care. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I kind of, that was before this was even a thing. And then when I talked about this and showed it to him, he was just like, yeah, the only thing I want is I want my beer in there. Sure. Yeah. Um, because that's, you know, that's the best way to get exposed. And that's why they go to all these events and you'll see that beer truck everywhere. And it's because they know there's nothing that sells you on a beer better than putting it in your hand and letting you drink it. Yeah. yeah. You can see logos and hear ads or whatever all day long, but put it in your hand and drink it. And you're like, ah, yeah, that's my new yeah. favorite beer right there. Yeah. Well, and I'm drinking a golden one right now and I, I love it. It's nice and cold and Let's delicious. See, what have I got here? I've got the IPA. I've, I've had this IPA on, multiple occasions and it's just a fantastic if you like that sort of beer it works really really well so we have beer and pizza today um papa john sponsored our pizza and <laughs> they're another um that's group. another story just yeah, like that there's another i mean uh, the guy who owns all the the papa john's around here he's from here he lives in oklahoma city and he has sponsored our shows as well and um will you know give us free pizza and um, <laughs> they also do a coupon for um cellar doors so if you go online and order papa john's pizza you can put in the code CDMG, so Cellar Door Music Group, CDMG, and you get 40% off of your pizza, which is a pretty good That's chunk. Insane. Which I is know. a fantastic deal. And then I walk in today and I'm like, hey, Jen, where'd you get the Papa John's? <laughs> and she's like, do you know Jason? And I'm like, I have coffee with Jason every single morning, like without <laughs> fail. Small town. Every single day. Jason and I sit on the patio and he's like there and I'm there and we've got to know each other over the last year. So again, just all kind of and comes together. And we sent him a selfie and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So I, so really, um, and that coupon does not expire until they like kick us out of the <laughs> system. Yeah, so nice. you can keep using it. So um, I just want to give a thanks to Papa John's because um, yeah. Jason's one of my favorite guys. Oh yeah. So, and I actually have a couple of other stories like that about people that are going to sponsor the space too, but I'm going to save those okay. we're gonna, we're gonna reveal those over time because, but it's just more of that same thing. It's like, Oh yeah, well I know so-and-so who does this for, for this and they'd love to do it. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Walked somebody else through. I want, I want to put my stuff in here all the time. How do I put my stuff in here? I was well, like, you have to like get more shelves. <laughs> yeah. I, furniture is the next big, big round of purchasing. You know, who we, I, I know some furniture people. That, let me know. I've I, I mean, this couch that we're on uh, was another uh, Kobe, click, Kobe right? click. Yeah. yeah. From 20th century right modern. And he came in, he saw the space one day and was like, okay, I'll keep my eye out. Literally like 24 hours later, he texted me, Hey, there's this modernism show. Sent me a picture of this couch. 
And I, I went and saw it. I was like, this is exactly what I and was And it's gorgeous, for. Yes. by the way. It's, yeah. And Drell will have to get a great photo of this yeah. couch. And by the way, we do have on our website, we're going to have photos and yeah. things from the show. So it'll be on cellardoormusicgroup.com and it just go to Grounded Sounds and we'll have content from the show. So you can see the couch and you can see the floors and you can see what we look like. Because that's one thing when I listen to podcasts, I always want to know what people look like. I think <laughs> yeah. I'm just like a visual, you know. Sure. So, see, that's I purposely started podcasts because I didn't want people to see <laughs> me. So some face for radio. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Well, we have another very handsome and face in here. One sh- more shameless plug. Uh, if you like what's going on, mostly harmless media, one of the things that we're going to try to drive forward is we want to keep doing this. We want to bring more shows, more people. And so we're looking for support and we've gone around with sponsors and ads and all this stuff, but we really want this to be the people that listen to us. Yes. My favorite shows I go and I donate directly to them. So if you go to mostlyarmors.media, there is a, a support us link um, and you can actually become a member of the network. Oh, nice. It's, cool. it's whatever you, whatever you want to contribute. If it's a dollar a month, great. If it's a hundred dollars a month, great. We're going to work, we're working on that. Um, and there'll be some exclusive stuff coming from members, whether that's cool. content like you're talking about, maybe not all the cool stuff, you know, maybe if one of our uh, artists on here puts on a special private performance that you can only get by going through a different channel or something like that. Or we might even do some events in the space in the future that are members only sure. type stuff. So Sounds like fun. I love that. Consider doing that because we really would love for everything to be listener supported. Um, that's a big deal. Absolutely. Me, yeah. so. And we'll have that link on our site too. And yeah. yes, support us, please. We want to keep doing this. We love it. And you can, when you do sign up, you do get to pick what your favorite podcast is. So Ooh. there's a little bit of a competition Uh-oh. going oh, on. Like we, we better start. We got to rally. Wafty's <laughs> yeah. yeah, got a little bit of a head start on you. But, yes, uh, you do. Yeah, you do. Not by much. So. <laughs> well, Stephen, thank you for yeah. coming in. And, yeah, sure. Thanks. I mean, for you have to be here anyway. Right. But thanks for you know, <laughs> thank you for chatting with us. No problem. Um, back to our handsome guest here. I I think it's this. Or we have a mystery man here. Um, but the wonderful JB is here in the studio with us today and we could not be more thrilled to have him as our first guest and um, music artist guest for Grounded Sounds. Hi, JB. Hello. How hey, are JB. you? Thanks for being here, for sure. I, I want to take a second to brag on you real quick. Um, right. So JB, um, man, he is just a badass. He's had really great success. You've had great success in your music here, not only in Oklahoma, but even nationally. And he just recently went on a European tour and um, he's just like blowing it out of the water. And he even was when I started um, the Cellar Door music blog. And But I reached out to him and I, I asked him if he would do an artist interview. And I was thinking, like, I'm a total, I mean, nobody has heard of my blog, like, no, you know? And, and so I was crossing my fingers that he would accept. And he did, like, so graciously accept. And he said, yeah. And I go, hey, I don't want to take up a lot of your time. I can email you questions just whenever you get around to it. And he goes, no, no, we are going to meet in person. And I was like, oh, okay, you know? And and um, he set up the meeting. We met at Elemental. And JB, you just, you were so present. You were willing to spend time with me. You didn't even know me then. You didn't know. I mean, Cellar Door was like literally just like some random blog. Like, you know, that nobody, it didn't have any legs. It didn't have anything to stand on. But like you, I feel like you just, you like took time to believe in me and Cellar Door. And I really appreciate that. And so JB always holds a special place in my heart. Cause, and I, I have to brag on his character for that. Um, people say he's a good guy, but like, he's a good guy. Like with the way you treat strangers and people you don't know and people that, you know, um, you just, you don't know what you're going to gain from them or whatever. It's like, he doesn't care. He just is about connecting with people. So, 
Um, thank you for, and again, this is, he's our first guest in this podcast that nobody's heard about. Sure. <laughs> he's like willing to take a chance on us. So um, thank you for being here. Thank you. That's a good introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of JB. So um, let's start with, um, we have a lot of different questions for you. We want to obviously talk about your upcoming album, Black Future. Um, but I also, we kind of talked before the podcast started, you lost your house to a house fire just a couple weeks ago, less than a couple weeks ago, really. And um, I just kind of wanted to talk about how that has shifted you and your, you know, you and your mom and your family have gone through kind of really tough t couple weeks. So could you want to talk about that a little bit of what, you yeah, know, how uh, life changing that is? Yeah. It's like, I guess like the, the best way to start was just, you know, um, you know, I've been working on this album and it's it's really been down to the wire every single time with everything from the recording to the shows to um every every little thing so um i'm working on working on this last song for uh i don't even know how long just one song you know and that day i did a video i shot a video for the album and i was on my way to the studio mom calls me she's like where you at? I'm like, I'm way to the studio. And she's like, get home. The house is on fire. And so, you know, I, I, immediately, was th I, I immediately was thinking, you know, I don't iron my clothes. Uh, you know, I didn't cook this morning. You know, like I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't even think what, but I was, so I was just like, man, like people upstairs must have been cooking something or left something on. Mm -hmm. So I get home and uh, my mom's just crying and, you know, just wigging out. And, um, uh, what happened was we live in an apartment complex and the apartment that that's built right on ours, I guess, uh, it's, it's a vacant apartment, but the maintenance people use it for, for like storage and, mm -hmm. you know, they go in there and I don't know, whatever pe people who do maintenance on apartments do. Mm -hmm. And so I guess like something in there, uh, they left on or something like that and just caught on fire. So it got our kitchen, living room, and then like our dining room area. And then everything else just got either uh, smoke damage or, you know, sprayed down by the uh, water hose. And so um, at first I was just like, well, uh, it was I, didn't, I, I mean, like I knew it was it was, you know, a lot, but I didn't realize like how much, you know, it'll take out of you, not just, you know, financially, but um, just emotionally, you know, and just, it'll drain you. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. It's like, even it's, it's taking a toll on us, I guess, like, like I said, financially, but it, the hardest part is, I guess, like, like just, I guess put, put a strain on the relationship I have with my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like just, you know, cause like we, we've, you know, I've lived with her for for a few months because of you know I was transitioning and like you said touring in Europe and you know working on my album, so I was like, I gotta save money, and we never had one argument, one fight, one nothing, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like just uh, within you know with with just that one thing happening, like you know the first few days it was all we did was just fuss and fight, sure. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um. You know, I don't the stress know. Stress of it. Yeah, you and know. was was the album was the album done 
when the when the fire happened, or were you, were you still working on it? I, I'm working on it. I'm leaving here and going to work on it. You know, I'm like it's not. It hasn't, yeah, it's like, not even done yet. Okay, it's about it's like ninety nine. I have I I have all the songs recorded. There's one song I want to try. I'm gonna try tonight. If I don't yeah. get it done, it's just gonna be on there. But everything's recorded and done. Uh, he's be mixed and stuff. So like I'm down. Like I have two sure. weeks. You know, the only thing, the only thing that I think it'll affect the most will probably be the release of the vinyl because okay. it takes vinyl so long sure, to get pressed. Sure. But uh, everything else should be on time. But so like yeah, so like I had so I had the album because mm-hmm. my plan was to be done that week and then leave and go on tour. Cause I had a tour after that. So mm-hmm. the fire was on Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Monday, we were just cleaning up and you know finding storage and a place to stay and. Um, and things like that, and then I had to leave Tuesday for tour, mm. and um, and so you know I'm gone, not really. I'm you know gone, not knowing you know just not really knowing what's going on here, and mm. you know just all that stuff. So I mean, it just set me back in a sure. lot of ways because like I said the album. You, you know, know, you know what? it's going to give you something to write about. Yeah, so <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was just thinking about that from a performer musician yeah. standpoint it'll for sure so, I mean your video yeah so that's where yeah. I'm at man it you know I don't I it's hard to even de- to describe I was telling telling y'all earlier about like when I was in elementary and sure, I yeah. that kid's house catching on fire and him at, being at school crying and me going home going man this kid was crying his house caught on fire mm-hmm. you know my mom was trying to explain explaining me like he lost everything mm-hmm. you know and um you know, we lost a lot, but we st- we were able to salvage a lot too. But uh, but I don't know, man. I just like sure. Yeah. Well, and know. we were, we are talking about how it's not just even the fire; it's the water, or it's the smoke, yeah. or it's you know, it's just the things that take you know. And my parents were had a fire in December, and then Abel's and, wife yeah. is here, and and her family had a fire as well. And so it's a weird thing if you don't haven't gone through it. It's like a really weird. Yeah deal um and so it does shift you and I, I i kept thinking afterwards it is that like the phoenix rising from the ashes kind of deal yeah. it's it's a, a really dark kind of depressing time after a fire but yeah. like there is like you know some some like beauty and things that come from it and yeah. i know that i mean you're a creative wonderful artist so i know that you know you'll have that but it yeah. is we you know our heart goes out to you through sure. that it's crazy because you feel like you got it all together until something like that happens you realize okay yeah i'm not that well put together like mm-hmm. you know um well in that feeling so, of displacement i mean yeah. it's like you don't have a home to go back to and and really you know in december there was a lot of um media around refuge the refugee crisis and right. there still is but it's like you know it's on that global level of um of not only people we know and care about that are are yeah. displaced but it's like on the it's state right level here, yeah. too you know so um well yeah we've been thinking of you jb thank you i will say this though um, everybody here is like going out of their way to to you know help us in so many ways. Like, man, like it's just it's just been crazy, especially with you know everything that's just been going on around the world and and how everything. Um, there's so much, so many other things to to focus on, and I just feel like you know at that moment everybody was focused on us, you know. Sure. And, um, Man, like I'm just like, dang, I don't, I don't deserve it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, yes, like who do. am I? You know, you and, do. Um, and it was just a blessing, man. And 
you know, people always, uh, people always, you know, ask me, you know, why I love this place so much, you know, and like, like, just all that was like the perfect picture and perfect example of, of why, because you can't, you know, like you can't go anywhere and, and get that and um, people came out of the woodwork, people don't even know, but just know who I am and, sure. mm-hmm. you know, or, or just, just have the heart to help, you know. You know, I just I don't know, man. I just hope like I can I can like you know, see them and think of them in person. You know, at some point, you know. But uh, it's been crazy, man. It's been crazy how people are like, oh, you need this, I got that. Are you you know are, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, man. Like so, it's been a blessing. It's, it's de- it definitely I did I definitely didn't feel alone. You know what yeah. I mean? We definitely yeah. didn't feel alone and. Um, from the from the second it happened, like people were on it. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. I and the thing is, you know, I did I did post it on on my social media. I, only, I made one post, but uh, my initial I guess my initial post was just to update you know my album because people have been following everything about the album. And so I was saying, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on way to finish this song, and um, you know this happened, and. Um, it's like people just were on it quick, sure. you know, and what can we do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, well, yeah, let's, let's talk about the album. Yeah, let's, let's talk do. about Black Future. Tell us about, like, what the album's about and how you approached it and what we can expect. Okay. Um, well, the, I guess, I mean, like, there's kind of a story behind it, I guess, in a sense. Um, I I really like I wasn't sure if I wanted to do any more any more music at all, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh but whenever I decided to do it on the album, I knew that I I wanted to have uh black in the title. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, you know, talking to all my creative friends like what's a good, you know, a good title like a good two-word title for an album that has the word black in it, you know. And um you know, I just had a bunch of ideas going. And so last February for for Black History Month, um, I had a show, kind of to, to celebrate Black History Month, mm-hmm. and so I have a friend named Naja, and Naja she's a she's a high school English teacher, mm-hmm. and she does poetry, and so you know whenever sometimes I'll have a show and I'll, I'll ask her to come up and do a poem before I oh, perform, cool. or yeah. you know open the show with a poem, and so uh, she's like okay cool you know she'll do it. And so the night of this show, uh, I was with I was with a friend of mine. We ran, we ran into the mall, and um, she was going in Dillard's, and I was going to the food court to get something to eat. And I go up the escalator, and I get I don't even get to the food court. I'm in there for like two minutes, and I get rushed by security. Like all like, I felt like it was every security guard in the mall, and they're like, "We told you uh, no no hoodies in this mall." And I'm like, nah, I just I just walked in here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're like, nah, we said no hoodies and you you had your video camera out uh, filming us. And I, I'm like, no, nah, I definitely don't have a video camera. Plus it's 2015, so why would I be walking out a video camera? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People yeah. use their phones, bro. Sure. Right, you know? right. And so like I'm you know, and they're like, since uh you don't want to listen to our rules, you gotta go. You can't be in here no more. And I'm like, man, I'm not going nowhere. You know, this was here. Yeah, like this is at Penn Square Mall. Oh and so, um, so I'm, you know, like if I'm causing a scene now, and people are walking by, going, JB, you straight, you good, bro? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So like, I, you know, I'm like at this point, I'm like, you know what? I just need to leave because you know, it's it just looks bad, you know. Sure. And I, and if anybody knows me, like, 
Like, you know, I'm not a person who wants to be seen sitting, sitting in the middle of the mall arguing with security. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm walking back down towards Dillard's where my friend is. And, um, you know, my plan was to, to go grab the keys and go to the car. And so um, I get there, um, and they're following me this whole time. I didn't even realize, and people were like, as I'm passing, passing people, they're like looking at me. So I look back, and I'm like, oh, okay, these fools is following me. <laughs> and, so, and so I get down the escalator where Pepperoni Grill is. Yeah. Keep in mind, the door is right, right there, there, right, right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, so like, he, they didn't know where I was going. I could be walking out the door. I could be, you know, doing, you know, cutting the UE, whatever. And so I get right to the bottom of the escalator and the, the, there's a police officer right there. He grabs me and goes, you don't want to leave? You're going to jail. <gasps> and I said, I said, no, I'm the door. I'm, and so I'm like, the door is right there, bro. Like, I'm leaving. I you know what I'm saying? Like, door yet. <laughs> like, I haven't even, like, give me a chance to leave. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, you want, this is what you wanted. You're going to jail. And so, like, I'm still, I'm still thinking I can talk my way out of this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, like, this ain't, this ain't happening. This is, yeah. mm-hmm. And, um... And so when he when he put the handcuffs on me, I knew like, ah, uh, this is for real. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I'm like, okay. I knew I just crossed a scene upstairs, and I'm like, um, I said, man, look, I don't. I said, we. Cause I, I used to work in the mall when I was in, when I was a teenager, so I know they take you to that room, you know. So I'm like, um, I'm like, man, like, we just crossed the scene upstairs. Can we not walk through the mall in handcuffs, please? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, no, nah, that's what you wanted. That's what y'all like. And I'm like, I'm like, who's y'all? You know what I'm saying? Like, like for real, bro. Oh like, that's goodness. what we like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we walked into the mall in handcuffs, you know. And the whole time, so I'm like, I'm like, man, uh, you know, can I? I need, I need to call somebody. I'm, I'm a, I said, matter of fact, I said, can I call mom so I let her know I'm going to jail? He's like, he's like, nah, she'll come get you, get you from CIC. And I go, I go, wait, CIC? Like I'm a grown man. I'm not going to CIC, yeah, right. bro. Like I'm. He's like, well, he's like, well, there you go. And so I kid you not, I, I could not make this up. As I, as he's walking me, I see a, a a lady pushing a stroller with a with a um. Hoodie on her head, mm-hmm. and I said, I said, I said, man, look, she got a hoodie on her head too. Yeah. Why aren't you arrest, arresting her? He goes, when you go fishing, do you catch every fish? Nope. <gasps> I said, oh, okay, I see what this I is. See what's uh, going on here. And so, um, so yeah, he took me to jail, you know, and um, for wearing a hoodie. Yeah, and have you uh, talked to anyone with Simon or anything about this? Simon, Simon Properties, anybody? Nah, mm. and you know, and I'm, and I'm gonna get to that, but um, mm. so I go to jail. I'm in jail. I'm gonna save like. Like something like eighteen hours. So what happens is on the way there, you know, I'm talking to the cops. I'm, you know, what I'm saying like I've lived my whole life, never been to jail, never been arrested. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I'm talking to the cops. I'm like, so you know, and they give me for trespassing. So I'm like, I'm in, I'm in the car, and I'm like, so explain, explain trespassing to me. And he was cool. He was like, you know, you pay, you pay, you pay your bond. They, they let you out. You know, it's just a ticket. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm, so in my head, I'm thinking, okay, it's it's five o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the show starts at nine. I'll probably go on eleven. I'm like, I'll get up there talk about it. We'd be straight. You know what I'm saying? So I, they, they, uh. They and I, you know, up until like, and I was still, I still felt like I was gonna be able to get out real quick. Yeah. Have y'all ever seen a movie, uh, Hurricane before? Yeah. You know, and like, like at the so like I, I, it's, I know it's serious, but I'm just I'm thinking that I'm not gonna be in there. So my, so I didn't, I didn't feel, 
I didn't like I wasn't panicking or upset really you know what I'm saying I knew mm-hmm. I hadn't done anything wrong yeah. I wasn't really gonna trip it mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd get my picture taken or none of that you know yeah. what I'm saying and so uh, I was thinking about Hurricane whenever he went to he went sure. to prison for well, something he didn't do so whenever they yeah, anybody ever been to jail before? Okay. No, I have not. Well, okay, good. You don't ever want to go. <laughs> you know, you know how they when they when they when they take you in and they 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 take your they do like a little um they take your uh, all your stuff like your belt and your all that mm-hmm. and then they give you these shoes to put on and so I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna be in here in and out so he's like put these shoes on and I'm like. Nah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like put these shoes. I'm like I'm not wearing the shoes of a guilty man. I'm trying to be like yeah, okay. Yeah, and so sure. and he was like he was like he was like oh really? He was like he was like oh really? Trust me, you want to put them shoes on. And so I ended up putting them on anyways. But when I got in that cell, I was like man, thank God I put these shoes on. You know, people was coming in there barefoot, wishing they had them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to take people's shoes and stuff. Uh-huh. But um, anyway, so uh, it, I couldn't see the time. And so I'm this whole time thing I'm getting out, I'm getting out. And I guess like so what happens is they got they gotta book you and do all this other stuff and you know, on and on and on before you can, so it was they gotta take your picture and all that. And I didn't even take a picture till like four or five o'clock in the morning. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god. And I'm not even knowing what time it is this whole time. And so when people would come in, when they would book people come in, I'd be like, yo, what time was it when you got here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when one guy came in and uh he said it was like 11 I realized okay like the show's over you know what I'm saying like I'm not I, then I was Where just kind of like show? Uh, it was at camps okay mm-hmm. and so it was like it's called like the all black show whatever and so um, man it was I mean like the, the cell was probably you know the size of this little area right here but it was like like 30, 40, 50 deep you so know what I'm saying at anyone one point, know who you, where you were um, so nobody knew where I was Aww. and what's crazy is I'm sitting there and uh, this dude comes in. He's like, "Yo, JB, I've been trying to get beats to you for a long time, bro." Aww. And I'm, I'm like, "I'm like, that's what's up." And I'm Networking. like, "Yo, yeah." I'm like, "I'm like, man, well, when you get out, man, like when we get out this joint, then just hit me up." You know, he's like, "Nah, I'm being here for a minute, man." <laughs> and then uh, he's gonna be there longer than you were. Then this other guy came in. And uh, he was dressed real nice. And he had a, he had a Buffalo lounge shirt on uh-huh. from the South by Southwest show. And um, he was sitting next to me, and I was like, "Buffalo Lounge, man, I, that's what's up." Like, I played that show before. He was like, "He's like, yeah, I know who you are." <laughs> and I was just Aww. like, "You know what I'm saying?" I was just kind of like, "Dang," you know. And then um, it so happened, like I had like I had real high blood pressure, <laughs> and so they kept pulling me out to take my blood pressure and stuff, and like giving me medication and whatnot, and. Um, <laughs> And so, like, I was just fortunate because, like, at that time, like, it started kind of getting, like, heated in, the, in there because there was so many people. Plus, um, plus, like, somebody had had, like, some contraband studies, pulling people out, searching them and whatnot. And, you know, people was, you know, starting to fight and whatnot. So, it was just, you know, I was just, like, like really just at that point ready to go. Mm-hmm. And they took my pitch, like I said, about 5 o'clock. And... Uh, I just called, I called my mom and I knew she didn't answer, but I knew whenever she, she did check it, she would know, you know what I'm saying? She would know mm-hmm. that I was uh, in jail or whatever. And so finally, I'm going to say like like 10 or 11, uh, they called me and they let me out. And as I was leaving, um, the lady goes, are you JB? And I was like, yeah. She was like, 
She's like, whatever you do, never come back in here. No. I said, okay. She goes, your mama will not stop calling. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man, like you are putting a story to, yeah. you know, and so I guess so I'm, so I'm telling a story about the, about the album. So mm-hmm. I end up, I, like right after that was Center of the Universe mm-hmm. Festival. Okay, yep. Tulsa. And so, yeah, so I'm doing that and I'm just kind of walking around and my friend Naja's there. She's like, yo, and I hadn't told anybody about that. I went to jail, like nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I didn't want to tell anybody what happened because I just, for you know, kind of like for that reason, like, mm-hmm. you know, you were like, did you did you hit up Simon? And this is people, you know, because I know like, automatically people are, are going to want to like, you know, man, you need to call a lawyer. They got cameras. I'm like, man, like, like, I just wanted it to be over. Yeah. I didn't want to, you know, deal with it. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to bite. No, I went to jail. None of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the last big thing I had I had happened was the KSBI thing. Mm-hmm. And like oh, I didn't yeah. want it to be like, man, okay, now you know what I'm like saying? Like controversy like, follows yeah, this like, guy around, yeah, that type exactly. of stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I gotta let it go, you mm-hmm. know, and and just um take it for what it is and you know, just pick and choose my battles, you know what I'm saying? Because uh you know, I feel like sometimes, um, sometimes it's worth it, and sometimes it's not even even worth to even bring it up and go, so does and that, go through it no more. Does that have anything to do uh, with the title of the album, yeah, Black Future? Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was thinking that was maybe where you were yeah, so tying that in there. with. I was getting there. So I, I run to Naja, and she's like, um, she's like, you know, I want to know what happened. And so I just told her, I said, man, like I went to jail that night. And she was, you know, she's like, oh, okay, well, do you want to hear the poem? I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Before she went yeah. on, she's gonna yeah, do a she poem. Was, she goes, yeah, it's called Black Future. I said, that's oh, it. That's it. Nice. And so, um, so she, she, you know, spit the poem to me, and I was like, man. And so, um, in the poem, she says, in the Black Future, there's a place so dangerously absurd. And so, the full title of the album is that. Mm-hmm. But the, but um, of course, you know, to to make it more um, uh, appealing and catchy, we just short into Black Future, mm-hmm. and um, so that's how that's can how. You, could you send us a copy of that? Yeah, I will. so we could put I it up. Um, it, um, if if she's cool with it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's on the, the album website. actually. Okay, cool. So, oh, um, great. Yeah, because we would love to put it on yeah, the site too. And yeah. So, but yeah, so that's how it happened, and um, you know, so we kind of put we kind of put you know our you know her her vision and my vision together with you know the title and so she was she was explaining it to me and she was like you know when february rolls around you know um you know black history is kind of especially um for a lot of people um it's kind of like uh it's just you know it's kind of you know passe it's kind of like kind of like you know on sunday we go to church you know what i'm saying we don't we don't really have any any connection with it or any um any uh any, anything beyond that's just what you do on Sunday. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she was like, you know, that's kinda, you know, how black history has become, you know, and she was like, but what about, you know, black future though? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was like, man, it's so ill, you know. Yeah. And then I was just thinking, um, as I started writing, I was thinking, dang, but you know, you know, no matter if you're black, white, you know, native, Asian, whatever, you know, we all want a bright future. You True. know what I'm saying? None of us want a dark future. You True. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah, like, okay, it's it's uh, it's the black future, but it, but what if, you know, what's the opposite of a bright future? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, so, um, which is what we all want. So, 
So like that's the that's kind of the basis of the album. Those things and you know of course how they apply to me and um, and you know how all that stuff has has um, affected me over this you know this time. So yeah, sure. absolutely. Well, our blog editor, our cellar door blog editor Evan Jarvik's got to come to your. Um, it was the listing party for blog. Yeah. And he just couldn't say enough about the album and how awesome it is. And, and he, um, he has a great ear for things, but, and of course we knew that the album would be awesome, but just that story that, um, it sounds like it's coming out at a really great time because I think a lot of people need hope right now and that have maybe gone through similar stories and similar experiences that, that you have. And, um, we know that, um, a lot of people in the African American community need some support now. And I yeah. think that the fact that this is the timing of your release, it just means that much more. I mean, you're already we already know that it's going to sound good but to offer that hope that yeah. people need so um, yeah absolutely and it seems like i mean i haven't had a chance to listen to the album i've listened to your other ones but um it seems like a real either positive outlook in a sense like you're saying about the bright future and the future for whoever so it's, it's like i said comes at an amazing time i feel and um can't really can't wait to hear it are we going to be able to put any of the tracks uh, we can't, um, we cannot plug any of the tracks okay. because of copyright issues, but okay. do you have any, like a quick little live snippet that you want to do from it? Or uh, do you want people to be surprised? I won't put you on the spot, uh, yeah, you put me on the spot. but I will. Let me, <laughs> um, let me think. I can't even think right That's now. That's all right. That's all right. No we won't do yeah. that to you. I'm sorry. We'll, um, see, I mean, we'll see if we can get that poem put up at least so yeah, that somebody yeah, can, can have I like an idea of the, of the inspiration behind it and everything. Well, tell us when, where, what on album release. Tell us where we can find your music, website, okay. social media. Okay. Um, I have two websites. I have blackfuturealbum.com where you can, you can pre-order the album on digital, CD, or vinyl. I have... Uh, my website which is jbmusic.com and you can you can order the same thing the um the album will be available uh digitally and um and cds on august 12th okay so it'll 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 release on you know all the digital me uh digital uh retail outlets itunes uh, you know i'm not sure everybody uses these days but google play and Tidal spotify and, and, all spotify that. and you know all those things august 12th and then my release show would be at, it's supposed to be here at Tower, but it's been moved to Criterion. Cool. Which is be, awesome. I mean, yeah, it's such yeah, a yeah, great yeah. venue. Really it's not a bad spot. thing. No, yeah, no, no. That's, like, and hopefully they can fill that place up. Yeah. Like, and yeah. how, are, how do people, you know, how do people find out about the release party other yeah. than here? And how do they get it's, to it? So right? the, uh, the release party will be August 13th. And, um, you know, it's all uh, all over my social media. But if you go to, go to the website, blackfuturealbum.com, it's all there as well. Cool. What are your social media tags? Uh, just at my name is JB. Okay. Everything is at my name is JB. And you have a show coming up on the 6th as well at the Blue Door or Blue Note. I sorry. Do. I did question. Do you? Mark? Is it a surprise? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right <laughs> are about you that. a special guest? <laughs> Maybe yeah, not. <laughs> you know, I feel bad about that. You're right. I do. I'm glad you said that because I, I, I definitely forgot. But um, <laughs> it's a Friday. Well, my album release show was supposed to be in June. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. So, so I was supposed to have the show in June here, which would have been perfect for that show. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I realized I had to push it back to August 12th, I wanted to, anything in Oklahoma, I wanted to like, 
before, especially in the month of August, I wanted to clear, but I had committed to that show, so I told them I would still do it if they were okay with me, you know, not being listed as, you know, the headliner or anything. Got who it. Else, who else is playing or do we know? Jarvix and Kali Ra. So, and Evan Jarvix is our blog editor. Yeah. Okay. I adore him. He's wonderful. Um, JB, we could just talk to you all night. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I wish that we had more time, but um, we're well, going to have to. Let's do this because, like, I've, I've had the opportunity of, like, being the first on a lot of uh, shows mm-hmm. that were their first, you know, whether it's a show or whatever. And then, like, they blow up and then it's like, it's hard for me to get back on. You know what I'm saying? So whenever y'all blow up, I just gotta make sure that you have me back. Thank you for the vote of confidence. I can't wait to have you back. We have so much more to talk about. I mean, I feel like we can go on for hours. I'll be hitting you up on social media. You won't be able to get rid of me. (laughs) So I'll, I'll, I'll be following you up on that kind of stuff hashtag sure. black yes. future I'll do, it. I'll do it well we want to thank our sponsors thank you anthem for the brews and papa john's for the pizza thank you to naked city okc who is our media sponsor we want to um give a few upcoming shows this weekend so jared deck is going to be at chickasha rib fest at rock island train depot um events kick off at 12 jared plays from six to seven live vinyl spinning by aaron pierce the powerhouse flea on the sixth as well from 11 to 4 and that's at the powerhouse red brick nights with travis linville massey and oklahoma uprising on the 6th in downtown guthrie seven o'clock p.m and of course the blue note with jarvix Kali Ra, and jb at 9 30 doors open five dollars on the 6th as well and then hosty duo plays at um, lions park in norman on august 7th 7 30 it's part of the summer breeze concert concert series so go out check out some live music and we will be back next week with the wonderful daniel walter who is one of the he's just wonderful i love him to death um and then we're also going to have eric smith from bzds and so we have a great episode coming up so join us again yep thanks for listening and i hope you enjoy the podcast thank you